0: The following episode of the Section Six WrestleCast is sponsored by Sammy Joe McCoy, licensed real estate salesperson. Sammy Joe has been around Section Six Wrestling for many years. Her husband coaching at Niagara Falls Power Cats as well as Niagara Falls High School, and her sons, Donnie and Josh, coming through both programs as well. Now, with the housing market the way that it is, I'm sure many people are looking to sell, buy, and at least list their homes, make sure you go and check out Sammy Joe McCoy. Give her a call today, 716 266 nine nine one three for all of your real estate needs that is seven one six two nine nine one three go support her as she has supported this show thank you sammy joe mccoy let's get on with the podcast Welcome to a brand new episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast. I guess a little bonus episode for you all. Uh, Welcome to it. My name is Matt Johnson, your host. And uh, today I have a, a... This is like... It was really cool. I was just at work one day, and I, a message popped up, and this dude who I've been reading about for years, I'm a big history, Section 6 Wrestling History junkie, uh, shows up in the Section 6 WrestleCast inbox, um, and he wanted to come out for an episode and chit-chat. So everybody, please welcome Jeremy Stopa uh, to the show. Jeremy, thank you so much for, uh, you know, for, for, for one, volunteering to come on and two, actually, uh, Coming all the way through and, and, and coming on. So, how are you doing?
1: Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course, my absolute pleasure, my uh, absolute pleasure. So, um, so you are actually you just recently took over the uh, Lupert wrestling uh, youth wrestling program, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the coaches over there now with uh, Bashar and uh, this other guy Kevin Carpenter because my kid has now started wrestling through there. So, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, Lupert is always like that second home for me. It always at second home for me. Um, my brother came through there, their, their youth wrestling program, and, you know, I got to coach there for a year and stuff. It's a night. A, that wrestling room is awesome. When it's all set up, it's it's, it's tremendous.
1: Unfortunately, that wrestling what? room is now gone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's been a. a all big right. I need, I need
0: answers because that was like the best wrestling yeah, room in Western New York. I it need was. answers.
1: Yeah. And that's unfortunate. You know, obviously, there's been a huge uh, change of. Uh, command i guess you would say in uh Luport wrestling as far as the high school um that most people know that uh coach hoover has uh stepped down and uh yes. they took the wrestling room away from them they have i believe two kids that are wrestling on the varsity team right oh, now really? that they're actually wrestling um yeah so it's been uh it hasn't been the greatest uh as far as that goes um yeah. So I was disappointed. They, they threw us in a fitness room and, uh, you know, we have like basically one mat that we're wrestling on now Okay, and there's, you know, some treadmills and workout equipment, but they, the district kind of left it open ended, like that there's potential if the interest gains right. in the, in the district again for wrestling that we could potentially uh, get that room back. You okay. know, and that's our goal, obviously.
0: No, of course, because I mean that thing. Like, I mean that's all I've known. Yeah, right, you know, going there. That that breaks my heart to hear that. Honestly, right. um, yeah, I heard. So, I mean, right before the season started, about about Coach Hoover, unfortunately, um, kind of stepping down, and. You know, he's been the coach there since o two, o three, a lot. Yeah. I mean, since you were in high school. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I I was asking uh, Bashar. I was like, when did he come into like <laughs> reign over there? You know, and I remember him. Like, I remember him my senior year for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It was probably like o2 because I graduated in 04 So he was around for a few years by then.
0: Right. Yeah. And for it to just happen the way it did was yeah it just. It's sudden. It's it's yeah. sudden. I surprised. mean, he, he
1: did a great job over there. There's no question about that. I mean, he you know, mean, hey, uh,
0: you know uh, affiliated with two state champions, yeah. which is you know uh, it's 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 more than you know some schools can say. Right. He did a lot with that program. Um, you know, really tremendous job keeping it relevant. Uh, that 2012, I think 2012 2013 team uh, that I, th- I think they won the NFL championship. Right. Man. As a he, small
1: school at that. Right. As a
0: small school, they had Schomers, They had, Shomers, they yep. had uh, oh, God, I'm forgetting all the names now. Right. If but you, they, it was a stacked it was a stacked
1: team. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, Luport, um, obviously, I went through the Newfane program, which is generally in the small schools like a, a power name, you know, and a power program. Absolutely. Luport was never really, like, seen as that, but if you go back and look at it, you know, you look at those teams and think about how many kids wrestled, at least touched a Division One mat from there. You know, I mean, you had Chalmers that just finished up at Oklahoma State. Yep. You had, um, uh, Laith there. Laith, yep. Laith, who went to Campbell. Yep, that's right. Um, you had, um, Oh, my God. I well, Delavia, yeah, you know, he he touched yeah. their mat quite a few years through the kids program. Then he obviously ended up at Blair yeah. and he th- then went on to Stanford. Um, oh, my goodness. The Cromer, the uh, one Cromer wrestled at UB. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think about that alone. I'm legends, man. You know, there's just there's been a lot of guys that have came through. And then on top of it, you had a Division One All-American. Way back, you know, I shouldn't say way back, sorry, Kyle, (laughs) but like, you know, back, you know, the only All-American ever to come out of UB, right? I mean, still to this day.
0: I'm pretty sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sermon was an absolute legend, man. So think
1: about that alone. I mean, yes, they're not, um, you know, a Wheatfield or, uh, you know, Faulkner Newfane or something like
0: that, like... Year in and year out, but they've really produced some talent out of there. The bodies, right? The, the when it comes to the individual stuff, Loopport has has definitely put some dominant, you know, state place finish, all that stuff. And of course, you said going beyond uh, just high school, it's very successful wrestlers. Um, and you see, I seen it every time I went there. Uh, you know, I'd go there after wrestling practice and. And some of the names, you know, like Hockenberry, yep. David Hockenberry. Oh, yeah, was, that's he, another he t- one. He went was, to a, up he was did a, another Division One guy. Tr- you know, he did so much for me, but, you know, uh, just teaching me stuff, like taking time out of his day to work with me. Um, oh, man, there's just so many great people at Loopport, And it's like – and I, like, I feel like I'm a part of it, and I really want to help, you know, do my part as much as I can uh, to gather interest in it, so – um, so explain, cause this, this is your first year doing the youth program, right, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I had absolutely really no intention. My kid is only in first grade. You know, I figured, you know, I'd probably get on the mat and help obviously. Um, but we've had a wrestling mat at home since he's been three and he's, you know what I mean? So he's been, he's been around wrestling, right. you know, for sure. But this is first year that he's like had anybody to really wrestle with and stuff. So you know, I wanted to see his interest before dad got too hands on with it, you know? And then I was like messaging Hoover because I do have a little bit of a relationship with Hoover and, yeah. and he's like, yeah, they're, we're going to be having signups and this and that. And then he said, Bashar kind of runs the program. So I didn't really know Bashar. I, I sort of knew him cause I coached at Roy Hart until okay. 2012 and he was coming up. You. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, kind of like messaged him and stuff and like just really nobody had an answer for me and I'm like what is going on and then eventually Hoover stepped down and coach Edwards I actually coached Cobra North with when we were running it out of uh, me and Hockenberry okay ran that out of uh Niagara Community College for a few years there and uh just nobody had an answer you know COVID was up in the air and then he stepped down and it was just like are we having a program so yeah I was debating, "Ah, am I going to take my little guy to power cats or am I going to let him wrestle with his friends that he plays football with at school? Right. Build that chemistry and camaraderie. So then, you know, Bashar's like, well, you know, you got wrestling experience. I'm like, yeah, I got a little bit, you know,
0: (laughs) and it's a very Bashar question. I love Bashar, by the way. (laughs) Right. Oh, he's
1: a great guy. (laughs) I
0: love Bashar. Yeah. Him go go way back.
1: I mean, you can't beat it like he doesn't have a kid in the program. He's been helping. He told me with the program since he's been like 14. Like.
0: His Those. nephew was uh, Dominic Saruji was in you know was in that and, yep. and coming on up. Um, yeah, you know Bashar took a lot of a lot of, definitely took a lot of pride. He yeah. takes a lot of pride in Loopport. Of course, you know Lath he's Lath's brother, right? And all that. So he's been very very proud, and he's a busy guy. He's a <laughs> yeah, He's a, a very, hustler, very very busy you know, guy, for sure. Um, definitely inspiring. So it, but it's. Um, You know, it's cool to see that he's still sticking around and doing what he can for it. Absolutely. Those are the people you definitely need to, you know,
1: build and grow the program, you know. So, you know, then obviously one thing, you know, happens. And then now I'm full in and my wife is like full in and doing all the paperwork where, (laughs) you know, from me just going to maybe helping coaching, we're figuring bank accounts and trying to make it a non-for-profit, which wasn't really ever established with them. And there's just a lot of ins and outs of it that like have to be done right you know because hoover kind of ran it through you know he always had really a part of that as well and then when he stepped down he kind of just you know stepped down you know so um now it goes to show
0: how much you know he did oh yeah it goes yeah i mean
1: there's he you know like i say man he 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 put in a lot of a lot of good years there so Yeah, now they have a guy, uh, a teacher that took their high school program over, uh, Randy Lombardo, his name is. And he's like an elementary school teacher. I've met him a handful of times. He um, did go to states, I believe, in the 80s is what I was told. And like All-American and like what was Fargo back then. I don't know where it was, but like a freestyle All-American. So he's a very knowledgeable guy. But uh, I don't think it was ever his intention. But mm-hmm. he was like refusing to let the program fail. So that's and I love that. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta have somebody. So I mean, we'll see where it goes from here. I don't know what his what his deal with it's going to be. But he seems right. a good like a good guy. You know. So that's
0: no, I and for. that's where I mean, that's what what's important with what you do is because you know it's it, high school level. It, you know, you get kids here and there, but man, you really develop a culture, and a uh, you know, you really develop it. You develop that culture that, that that feeds that feeder program direct to the high school level. That's where you know you're in Bashar's role is you know super important right now to kind of get this thing back on track. When when I was in high school and going to that that, that Louport wrestling room for the, for the youth club was thirty thirty kids deep on any given night. And you know what I mean? And, and that's, you know, those kids grew up and those kids became that 2012, 2013, these, these, these teams that, you know, these full rosters. So, um, I mean, it, obviously you guys have an uphill battle, you know, in front of you, but it sounds like you're willing to, you know, to, to get this thing underway.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we definitely want to, you know, do the best that we can. We started, we had seven kids signed up on the preseason, like type signups. Right so they did it only online like the recruiting and it just nobody was signing up i'm like oh my goodness you know this is not good so i went off printed 1600 flyers had my wife like develop a flyer 1600 flyers the school district made me like separate them by class and stuff i'm like i don't care like i need kids (laughs) in this room like i refuse to like have this fail you know so uh yeah 7 preseason signups we're over 30 deep now
0: That's tremendous. Yeah.
1: So, and that's just now, I mean, we've created a Facebook and Instagram, you know, we had to do the whole email thing. And I mean, we're just, we haven't stopped, Right. you know, so it's been definitely a group effort by everybody, but we're over 30 deep, you know, so we're just going to keep going. And most of them are honestly like first and second graders, very raw, very green kids, but Give me a few, you know, and and just keep building them, and we'll see what happens. I guess. So. No, that's
0: that's tremendous. At Thirty deep, man. That's yeah. that's really really cool. And and yeah, all, all them flyers printed out. Kids are looking for stuff to do now. That's you it. know what I mean with with everything with with COVID going on, they, they want to do stuff. They yeah. want to go outside. They're tired of being cooped up on the inside. You know, and 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 yeah, we are living in the COVID era. Sadly and unfortunately, what. How has that affected recruiting? Has that been a big strain on on your recruiting process at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. You know, I think, really, I think a lot of what happened with their high school, which I don't know the ins and outs of it, and I don't really want to put my opinion out there what happened over there. Right. But I do know that if you lose a program for practically a year, you know, they had your Super League or whatever last year, but it still wasn't the same, you know. And then there was no youth program. Right. And it changed hands, obviously. Like, that's not good for any program. No. You know. And then we don't know from day to day if they're going to shut us down. And I, every club is the same way. Yeah. You know, so that's huge. And then my kids are wrestling in masks, you know. And that's obviously another. It's I mean, most different. people are really now. They, I mean they should be right, yeah, we're right i right. guess <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah so we definitely are and um you know if they shut us down tomorrow we have no backup and that's a scary thing so like our long term goals are like we want to raise enough money to purchase a mat for our youth program like then god forbid that they shut us down. I will take that mat somewhere and I can change the insurance and stuff like that. And I can wrestle out of a church, I can wrestle somewhere else, and build I can take barn, my club. Yep.
0: Bar, put it in a barn like put, everybody get else. Get see a barn going, doing.
1: get something like I will have a backup plan yeah. eventually, you know. But you know, that will be long term goals is that the, our youth club will purchase our own mat just in case something like that does. No, happen.
0: it's smart. I mean, it, there's. I'm not sure how all you know all of the you know kind of youth programs run, but you know I came up through Power Cats. I seen what Loopport did. Power Cats had the advantage of not being school affiliated, which is you know that's kind of a huge advantage. Cobra, you know what I mean, right. not school affiliated. Um, right? They had their own facility at one point. They right? did. They, they did. did. Uh, you know that that always helps. It, it it's it's hard when there's limitations. And, and listen, wrestling was never really you know spotlighted at Loopport, especially the time I was there, coming up through you know, coming up through growing up in high school. It was never. It's kind of like that, that, uh, the redheaded stepchild of, of, of sports. All, it really is. It, it's it unf- really it's is. It's sad. True. I mean, that's yeah. the, it's given us, like people who've come through wrestling, that this, uh, you know, this, this aura, I guess, about us. But, um, but it is. It's not the most beloved sport. It's not the most supported sport by ADs and, and everywhere. Um, so it's, it's, it would be nice to kind of have that off site location and, and just kind of just do your thing. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, so, so yeah, so 30 kids deep. Uh, you know, if there's anybody listening from the Lewiston Port area, you know, how do they get in contact with you? And We can get right into that.
1: Yeah, we do have – we have now um, a Facebook and an Instagram page, you know, uh, so that's probably the best way. Um, but, yeah, we actually are, if you are in our area or not in our area, we are looking for sponsors. So, like company sponsors or anything like that. Um, just basically to get the kids' uniforms to start. Right. Like we have eighteen U singlets from like years ago. It's not ideal. We don't even have enough singlets to, you know, get the kids going. But that's like, you know, could definitely help us. Um, so we are looking for company sponsors or private sponsors right
0: now. Yeah, please, please do. All right, listen. We talk on the show all the time. I hate seeing. Like at the high school level, like merged programs, I hate it right. because the numbers are like, Diane. This is like an opportunity for for you know ourselves, us the listeners, to to help a youth program and just kind of keep the support going. Like you said, it's it's hard enough as it is. The numbers have declined like across the state and stuff. So I mean, if there's anything you can do, go find them on Facebook and and you know sponsor, contribute, donate, whatever it may be. Um. So this can, this program can kind of keep so it can keep going. Um. You know loopport's an important place to me it was uh that was my club of choice that was you know where I went and you know, I did some power cats and then I found a home in loopport and it meant a lot to me uh I've got my first and one and only coaching job there uh which is pretty neat I was very very proud to be a part of that program so if you can yes anything you can do to help support this team um you know please please do but um but, yeah, so there's, no doubt there's been a uh, it's – it's been a struggle. It, it's been a struggle. But I'm very happy to hear that you and Bashar are taking things over. Bashar is one of the most driven people I've ever met. And you – I'm looking at your arm drag page, and you are one of the <laughs> most accomplished people uh, I have ever met out of Section 6 wrestling. Let's talk about your career uh, for a little bit, my man. Uh, so you guys – when did you start wrestling yourself?
1: Um, I started at 6 as well. I Yeah, first grade, so – yeah,
0: came up through there. Came Obviously up through, through Newfane. Newfane. Yeah, Newfane. so
1: I I am not a Lupert guy whatsoever. I moved into the district two years ago. Okay, yep. so
0: I gotcha. Uh, their youth youth wrestling program is that how it worked back then too? They oh had, yeah. Uh, the youth yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Okay. I wrestled
1: through their youth program. Okay, yep. um, came up there. Uh, varsity starter in seventh grade. Yep, started varsity in seventh grade. Seventh grade, I wrestled. Uh, like, half the season, because Ryan Needle was, like, my best friend growing up. And he he uh, wrestled 103 most of the year. And then he dropped down and ended up 42-0 and in New York State Champ.
0: And that's back Needle's when it was all uh, one. Yeah. Absolute legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. What was it like being around him, coming up with around him?
1: I mean, so for me, like, my first couple years of wrestling, like, I was horrible. Like, I didn't <laughs> win, like, between first and, like... Fourth grade, I didn't win anything. I was like, you know, third, fourth, like at the very best. And then I wrestled Ryan a couple times. And the one time I took him down first and I was beating him like two to nothing. Then he like must have got mad and pinned me or something. (laughs) And uh um, so then our dads started talking and stuff and kind of like started like knowing each other a little bit. And one day I went to school in Newfane and see Ryan wrestled for Lockport. And he went to school at Newfane and I was like, Oh, I'm like, I came home. I'm like, dad, I there's remember that really good kid that like beats, beats me up all the time. He's like, yeah, I remember that kid, you know? And, uh, I'm like, he goes to my school and you know, one thing leads to the next and they talked at like one of the next tournaments and we became friends. And, see, Ryan's dad was the coach over at Lindenville for a while. He's the head high school coach. And then he coached over at Roy Hart for a while. Okay. So Ryan started wrestling when he was basically in diapers. Oh, yeah. He you know? was in his blood. Yeah. Yep. So they lived in the district. And then his dad invited me over. They had a mat at home to, like, start wrestling. And then we played football together. And his dad's like, do you guys want to go to a tournament? So this had to be, like, fourth grade um, during the football season, and I'm like, oh, I miss a football game to go wrestle? I'm like, I don't know. My dad's like, oh, well, there's a pool at the hotel. So I'm like, I'm in. Soul. You know, Sold. <laughs> so then our dad's getting my dad's conversion ban, and we go leave on Friday, get picked up from school early, and we go head out to Lock Haven, Pennsylvania for their fall classic, which back then, I believe it's they still have that tournament. But I feel like I've seen that name pop up. That was game. like... They well Lock Haven they call it, Matt Town USA or whatever. I think they used to make wrestling mats or something there. But okay. like the who's who of like wrestling used to go to the fall classic in, in Lock Haven. Okay. And um we went out there. I think I went like two and two. Then I came back and like it clicked for me. I was like, oh man, I went out there and was winning matches. Like nobody around <laughs> here is gonna beat me. I ended up going like 65 and five on the year we were going out to pennsylvania on saturday wrestling back here on sunday i was like fifth in the tournament of champions that year never really lost right and then like from there i didn't lose much like i really it was single digit usually you know and you know me and ryan became like best friends uh wrestled all over you know our daily practice partners you know wrestled through the super six wrestled tons of freestyle went to fargo that's together. so important
0: and obviously i mean this is obviously this relationship obviously last was a long one yeah oh i'm, the two I'm going
1: to his wedding he was in my first wedding and uh he i'm going to his wedding in april he lives in, Flo- in um, like boca raton florida now oh, wow. yeah so we'll be going down his wedding's gonna be in miami oh, but like man. i used to go visit him when he was wrestling at ohio state and stay with him and like yeah we've been literally like so best cool. friends for
0: years what a pairing man you get you know yeah it, it, you obviously both push each other to be better yep you know the best versions of yourself and that's like that's really cool. Yeah, That's I mean, really
1: cool. it, it, you know, it was like it was a blessing and like a curse at the same time <laughs> because he was he he was a year older than me and he was obviously phenomenal. He made me, you know, I just had to hang on and practice like I was just taking a beating day in and day out and made me very defensive in high school for right. sure, which actually after he left and stuff like that and i went into college you know i started opening my game up a little bit more i was like oh well if ryan <laughs> beat me like this bad then like you guys aren't gonna beat me this bad <laughs> you know what i mean like you're not gonna take me down the way he took me down because he was just the best on this feet i mean he was a three-time state champion he was on the usa dream team yeah. he wrestled obviously at ohio state i mean that was my practice partner in a small school That's, in
0: section six. You know? Right? How yeah? How crazy! Is I never got to see Ryan wrestle because I, I didn't come out for around for ah, much longer than uh, much longer after that. But I always hear the stories. I see his name in the record books, and it's like you know, it, uh, it's it's cool to hear these stories firsthand about the kind of guy he was, and obviously you know a big influence, a big help on your own wrestling career. Yep. Uh, let's see your first year. Uh, a couple tournaments. We mm-hmm. got a uh, sixth-place finish at the Joe Shifflett. Yeah. A Sweet Home Tournament, and then a first-place finish at the uh, Niagara-Orleans yeah. League. I won my first league in seventh grade. That's yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, ten to five victory over Justin Hartway. Yep. You got your picture in the paper too.
1: Oh, I was in the paper. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And Justin ended up being a little stud too. He I, went, I
0: was gonna say, I remember that two-time section familiar.
1: six champ, I believe, fifth in the state his senior year. Yeah. yeah, we were just little guys then. Oh my your goodness, baby face man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I love it. Huh? I actually remember that one. That's funny because we had a different assistant coach then, and I like yeah. Again, I was in seventh grade. I remember walking off the mat. And he's like, my assistant coach says to me, he's like, Smile, be happy. It might be the biggest win of your career. And I remember looking at him and I'm like, Really?
0: Really though? Like, no? Yeah. <laughs> bet me. You bet yeah. me. Yeah. Now now it's a chance. Yeah,
1: now, now it's, it's a ch- chance. And I that like stuck with me. I was like, biggest win of my career. I
0: have bigger wins in
1: youth, in my opinion. You know <laughs> what I mean? But no, it was just definitely a motivator.
0: No doubt. No doubt. All right. Eighth grade, you, know, you bounce back. You're, uh, you know, this looks like you're getting a little bit more of a full-time, yeah, full-time nice. varsity starter. What, right. uh, what, what clicked there? What, what kind of? Yeah. You, I mean, Ryan was just, out of
1: my way. He was a state champ the year before. So I was eight, oh, actually, yeah, that's right.
0: they only did one, one per weight class. Yeah, it was one per weight too, class, right. one
1: state. So when Ryan, I was literally, you had to make 88 pounds to uh, wrestle 96 in seventh grade. I was eating ice cream before I was getting on the scale type of year, you know, so I couldn't go up to 103. I just was not big enough. I gotcha. So when Ryan dropped down, um, that was it for me. So, uh, then eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade. Oh my goodness. If you actually looked at that bracket in eighth grade, there were so many good guys. And again, one state tournament, like any, on any given day, you could have had the champion there. I believe I wrestled overtime throughout the season with the kid that won it, Jordan McGuire from Iroquois. He was like a junior or something, but oh, you had... We Mike, had Mike Sanders. Mike Sanders. We had him yeah. a month or so ago. Yeah. He's Me and guy. Mike, were he, we were the same like, in-league rivals. I mean, Mike had a great career. Oh, yeah. I'm um, looking at the bracket right now. It's uh... He was a D2 All-American. You had uh, Matt Campion, who was second in the state. You had Laura McCallum. He went to states twice, took third, I believe, one year. You had very uh, young, Josh Egan. Josh Egan, yep. I think I beat Josh at that tournament. First he round, ended up, yeah. Yeah, I beat Josh first round. He was ended up being, like, fourth in the state. Uh, goodness, just so many guys. I was second in the state, just loaded. Oh, my God. Mark Thomas was in there. I was, I was about there. to say,
0: I, I get confused. For, I, I forget sometimes yeah Falls I forget sometimes, like, Marky yeah. e. Thomas and... Josh like, Egan in the same yeah. bracket? I'm like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. This
1: is stacked. Yeah, just stacked. Like, one through six. Any of those guys could have won that, that like, at that time. Hartway <sighs> was in there again, two-time section champ, fifth in the state. Yeah. And that was just 96, you know? So that was a Sweet tough Jesus. year. <laughs> yeah. We were all battling. We were all battling that year. That's <sighs> – I kind of miss that when the
0: section was – it was like one division. It gives kids,
1: though, you know, like that's what everybody says. It uh, opens it's not it up like it, it, it right. used to be. That's what everybody says. It's not like it used to be, but we give our kids more opportunity. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? I do like that. I and like and, that and the confidence, you know what I mean? We were – out of the six of us had placed, you know, in there, just like like I said, any of us probably could have went that year if they had their best day. Like that kind of kills the confidence, you know what I mean, when you're not – like especially backs, Like Section 5 back then – if you lost in the semis, like you got one chance, but if you lost in the first round, you were done. Right. Yeah. It's like you a know, rat tail that, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. That was it. If gone. you wrestled in the made it to the semis, then you would wrestle for third. But right. yeah. So, I mean, just the wrestle backs like have incentive now, you know, for the wild card chance.
0: No, for sure they do. For sure they do. Um, yeah, it, it definitely adds a lot to it. Yeah, I mean, wow, that is really is a stacked bracket. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, a solid finish. It, sectionals, no joke. Back then, um, obviously with the, with <laughs> the quality in this bracket. But yeah, I mean, a solid year. Second place at Class Double Second place at uh, Niagara Orleans. Oh, yeah, I lost a mic there. I you got gotcha. that year. You got me that time did fortitude and overtime
1: oh we had a lot of over i think we ended up wrestling probably like six times i think we were probably like three and three with probably like three or four overtime double overtime that was me and
0: mike all That's the good. time yeah i let mike messaged me like probably about two but same way you did yep. two two months ago or something like that and he came up here and we chatted for like an hour or so and he was oh he was so cool he was yep. so cool mike's a great dude. Um all right, so yes, yeah, so that's your eighth grade year, ninth grade year. What what was like, uh, you know, translating from that? I mean, well, you're not like your modified or JV, but you know, going from eighth to ninth grade. You know, what are some of the steps you're, you're taking it to? I, I guess get ahead in the. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, with just more summer wrestling. Just I, I just kept doing the bigger and bigger tournaments in the summer. Yeah. You know, and you know, going out to the tournament of champions and doing that stuff. And we did a lot of off
0: season work. Um, eight, Were you still with the Newfane Club? Yeah. Was it club, the club-level adult at that point, or older kids, too, at that point? Oh, yeah. It yeah, was, yeah, okay. yeah,
1: Yep. So then eighth grade was the last year I played football. So I played football through youth youth and everything. And eighth grade, I played JV. And then after that, I I said, well, the high school team, not very good at Newfane at that time. They what? won probably four games in four years of my oh, high wow. school you know, career. So I made the choice early and I said, all right, I won the league in seventh grade. I was, you know, almost going to the States in eighth grade. And I said, yeah, let's make a choice here and let's really invest. And Ryan did the same thing. So obviously that was like my guy I was kind of looking up to. And I said, you know, let's do it. So we just started lifting a lot in eighth grade. That's seventh and eighth grade. Like after the seventh grade season, we started lifting weights, getting stronger, going riding the bike to ryan's house he had a weight room and a wrestling room in his garage and uh yeah we would yeah we'd ride back to his house or sometimes we'd actually change our clothes in the school run back to needle's house and then do a lift or a wrestle and it was like six miles to his house (sighs) And that was like our spring. We said, all right, no football. This is what we're going to do. And yeah. he would make me like, he, <laughs> he was like, I'm like, I don't really feel like it That'll today, put some you know? hair on
0: your chest. Oh,
1: yeah. And we'd be running with our backpacks on. People would be like honking at us on the, you know, road and stuff. And yeah, we
0: went hard. That's for sure. That's phenomenal. Um, yeah, that's that. that's that dedication that a lot, I think, is missing in, in a lot of today's wrestlers. Um, not to, not to come down, but you don't see a whole lot of that, that, um, that kind of outside the wrestling room motivation. You know what I mean? For, for some kids, uh, some kids have it, a lot of kids have it, excuse me, but for some kids, it's kind of show up to the wrestling room and that's it. Um, and it's always cool to see those guys, you know, people like yourself and just doing that extra stuff on the outside. It, it, it really is. It's a huge difference maker. You got to make it a lifestyle.
1: Yep. Exactly. You got to make it a
0: lifestyle. Um. So, all right, we're moving on to your freshman year. Fourth place at the uh, Attica Blue Devil Classic. You won the N Triple C tournament. That's pretty sweet. Oh yeah. yeah. Boy, um. I think that's the only time I won it too. Yeah. That's that was a tough one. That's a tough one. Got a seven to two victory over Justin Hager of Salamanca. Yeah. All right. 103 pound champion. Uh, fourth place at the Sweet Home tournament. You won the Niagara Orleans league again. You got you your boy uh, Nate Hartway. Yeah. Just beat him six to one there. And uh first place in class double I Think that was Hartway again or something? Hager it was Hager. It oh, was it was Hager. Hager, Hager that that, okay. That was yeah. It was Hager for that one. Um I I don't see anything for sectionals though. Did something happened
1: That or? was the only year and the only tournament in high school that I did not play so really? in that Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what happened, if you don't mind sharing? Honestly. So what was that? That was... 2000-2001, uh,
0: your freshman so year. So freshman,
1: yeah. Uh, I think I lost to Marky e. Thomas, second round. Yeah, so I won the class tournament, right? Yeah, yeah. I won the class tournament. So back then, they did all top four seeds. Right, It would crossover. You would, cross over. You would get would the fourth over. place from... Yeah, and where? I lost to Mark, and I believe I beat Mark at C, But uh, yeah, took a loss to him, and I don't know. I just, like, my head wasn't in it I don't I don't really recall exactly who put me out but for me it was a lot of times when I lost that first one at sectionals I knew my my goal was over you know so my head was just never into it after that but that was I do remember that that was the only tournament in high school that I did not place in right yeah I was I'm
0: like blown away but I mean obviously it's it's incredible motivation right yeah I was not happy (laughs) I, I do not blame you at all um, that's that's a tough break, but you know, fortunately, at that time you're just a freshman. You, yeah. know? you got uh, plenty more time to go. Sophomore year, we bounce back, fourth place at the uh, Attica Blue Devil Classic, second place at Stoa. Um uh, yeah. man, I missed that tournament. Ooh, that was a tough one. That
1: might have been one of the worst beatings I ever <laughs> took. Yeah. So that Stoa, I believe, if I remember correctly, I wrestled a kid from Ridgeway, Pennsylvania. Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson, yep. Ridgeway, Pennsylvania. The year before he beat Trevor Chin, who ended up going D ones a few times and he was a couple times state champ. Needle actually wrestled him twice in the state finals. And this kid beat him the year before. So I knew I was I was gonna be tested. And right think he beat me like maybe 10 to 1 10 to like. 1 yeah that was i Spot think on yeah like one of the worst beatings though i don't know if i ever got beat that bad <laughs> like in a, in a match <laughs> it just wasn't a pretty 10 to 1 i don't no. know if 10 to 1 ever would be pretty but yeah yeah that was a good year though i mean 10th grade yeah we had a i had a good run there um and then i was like ranked 6th in the state at one time i was number 1 in section 6 and Jr. Roberts dropped down from Medina. And actually, it's funny because I did hear on the podcast, Mike talked about that. Mike moved up. I stayed there. And uh, Jr. was a returning state champ that was a senior. We were sophomores. Okay. And then I went a six-minute. I think I lost to him by five or six at the league tournament. And then he pinned me in the class finals.
0: You yeah. said J.R. Roberts. That was
1: J.R. Roberts. Too. Yeah. And then he Front won the
0: center sh- on the uh on the newspaper yeah. article. Oh, he, so he was, was a beast. Clip. Yeah, the Medina Medina Journal Register shaking hands with Greg Hodgins. Good luck handshake. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was it for me for the most part that year.
0: Let's see. You yeah. Fell the mic, yeah. Fell the mic in the constellation, and then yeah, you know, I ended Robert up Robert up over, over Block. Yep.
1: yep, yeah, and it's funny because I lost in the quarters again that year at the sectionals. I beat Rosblock, like pretty handedly in the Stoa tournament. Okay, I wrestled them in the um quarters at the qualifiers, and I was up big with like 30 seconds to go. I think I was up by four. I ended up getting dinged like three times for stalling and I lost with like four seconds (sighs) left. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't good. I knew I wasn't really going to beat JR. I knew, but I probably felt like I should have been in the section finals that year. Right. You know, especially as bad as I beat him the first time I didn't think he was on like really the same level that year as me. Well, our senior year, we separated, and we were both in the state finals. So, you know, that's just how <laughs> that all pans worked out. You it know? all worked out. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll head to your junior year now. Um, is there extra pressure on you at this point emotionally? I was starting to feel it. You started to feel yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I was starting to question things. By that time, I was like, what is going on? Like, why am I not peaking at the right time? Why am I, like, experiencing this, like... I felt like it was burnout. Like, I don't know. Like, we did wrestle a heck of a schedule. My junior year, we were ranked second in New York State. We actually beat Wheatfield that year as a oh, no small kidding. school. We tied the Falls, I believe. Like, in that, the Falls
0: was tough. Right. Um, yeah, there's some really, really good teams. That's Izzy and, it's Martinez oh, and Sweeney yeah. together. Yeah, think, we, um, era. uh, won the
1: state qualifiers as a team as a small school overall okay you know we had three sectional finalists two kids go to states that year we had a great program so they were challenging us you know we were wrestling like um you know the n triple c the joe shiflett the Spencerport tournament uh stoa like we uh attica attica was a bruiser of a tournament yeah um You know, so we had a hefty schedule and I just don't know. I just felt like I wasn't really peaking at the right time or getting the best version or just maybe even building it up in my mind bigger than it was. You know, even though like I'm like, man, I beat a lot of these kids throughout the season. Why am I not peaking? Why
0: not now? Right. No, I I, I, yeah, I can I can relate to that frustration. I certainly can. Um, Yeah. Your junior year. We got uh second place at Attica, fourth at uh C, second at shiftlet first at uh Orleans League. You won the class double A that year. Let's see if your picture's up here. We got on the heartweight kids though. You got all uh-huh. the heartweight kids. Uh yeah, one thirty you won beat over uh beat Joe Calderon. Uh, who also
1: he, ended up second he, in the state. He was the number yeah, at that time in the class double A's. Uh Joe Calderon was the number one ranked kid in the section. I never wrestled him before. Really? I never even honestly heard of him at the time. And I was like, I seen that he beat Brandon Monin that year from Lancaster. And uh, I was like, okay. So he was sitting at number one in the, in the rankings all season. And then I beat him like pretty decent. Like it wasn't like I felt like I controlled the match. I'm not sure what the final score was, but I was like, okay. You know, and then went into the state qualifiers at number two, which I thought I should have been one, but um and then I fell to mountain second round and then I ended up like sliding all the way back. I don't even remember what in the wrestle backs, but it wasn't wasn't good. And then Mountain went to states. Right. He he like overcame a broken leg or a torn ACL or something and like it wasn't the best version of him early in the season, but yeah. So he ended up going that year. And then the next
0: year, me and Calderon, full second in the state. I was gonna say, yeah, we're gonna to get to that. Yeah, get to that next. Yeah, your senior year, obviously, it's always nice when you close off in a solid yeah. way. Of course, would have been fantastic winning the state title. Right. But I mean, man, state championship final—you you get to that point. Let's uh, let's run through your senior year: fourth at Attica, third at N Triple C, second at Lockport, fourth at Sweet Home, first at Niagara Orleans. You won the double A again that year with a uh, 152. The Mikkel Bush. Of uh, southwestern, Michael, maybe yeah. and my pronunciations are horrendous on this show. Seven to three victory there, and then you win the big, well, you win the you win sectionals, which is you know something that you've been working hard for your entire career. Uh, you defeat Justin Gilbert of Ripley, three to two. Talk about that tournament. Talk about the, the emotion of just hey, I finally did it.
1: Yeah, that was huge. Obviously, so really that whole year. I was battling injury. I broke my wrist and had three pins in it up until I think that my cast came off and my pins came out two weeks before the actual competition of the season started. So I wrestled with a soft cast for the first part of my year. I was down at 135, okay? And I went to States at 152. yeah. So I did have... I used to pull quite a bit of weight, too. So, like, I mean... probably shouldn't have, but I was kind of stuck there with Ryan and we had a solid team. So I used to have to cut a little bit. And this is now the first year that the state has separated. This was the first year that it made the changeover and the sectional, the state qualifier was a one day tournament. And I didn't know how I would wrestle with the weight cut, to be honest, like in a one day tournament. And, um, I was heavy. You know, I was usually like 150-something. And I was wrestling 35. So I wrestled a dual meet against uh, Albion, I believe it was. And the kid was like the number two ranked kid in the section at 152. And they're both large school kids at the time because Albion at that time was a large school. Right. I think I like—they bumped me up, bumped me up because it was a tight duel. So they're like— I think I weighed in. I was going to, I was planning to wrestle 35 or 40. And they like held me back, held me back. Like, oh, you're not going out yet. We're not going out yet. Just holding me, holding me to see what's going on because the match was so tight. Next thing you know, they throw me out there at 152 to wrestle number two kid in the section. And I like tech fall them. Right. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, so they tell
0: is... me there's a chance. So there's a chance here. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And then I started thinking about it and then we wrestled um i believe it was like west seneca west and they had a kid that ended up going and i did the same thing to him and uh i was like wow i'm really like strong here i feel great i'm beating these kids up this high like i just felt like they that 152 they weren't as fast you right. know what i mean and i was like i was always very strong you know so and i just playing like out wrestled those kids up there and the heavier i got the better i did and i was healthy you know my spirits were up you felt good i right? felt you great struggling to cut you know down. right i didn't lose until state finals after i touched 152 i just i'm like i'm staying here yeah and then i the next time i lost was in the state finals like i think i was like 45 and five on the season with like three double overtimes or something That's losses tremendous. and then the state finals um so, yeah, that was kind of the thing, and finally got over that hump, and I was just like, man, I was flying high. Yes, yeah,
0: Tremend. I mean, yeah, this is a solid state bracket. Eric Decker uh, of Section 4. Three-time state champion, Three-time wrestled, wrestled state for ch- Virginia Tech, and then he qualified as a true freshman for the D1s. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's quite the accomplishment. I'm also looking at how many Section 6 kids were in the state oh, we finals. Had a,
1: that's what I said. So remember, yeah. I was like, well, that guy ended up finishing yeah. second. So if you think about some of those names, we finally separated that year. We finally spread out. So it was like um, starting at, um, it was like 125, you had Kevin Rosbach, who I battled with, second in the state. Yep. Then it went to Matt Campion, second in the state. Also, I you know, I wrestled him. Joe Calderon, second in the state. Then it was me, second in the state. Then you go up top. We had like uh, Maz guy, Kane Smith,
0: and Zelensky. Zelensky. We yeah. were
1: all state finalists that year, and we didn't win it as a section.
0: No, you guys come in fourth, fourth, and we
1: had that many. And there was no wild cards back then, right? So it
0: was that was just it. So- so how I mean so how big was the bracket? Was It like 12, 11, that was like 12? Yeah,
1: that was that type. Of, yeah, no wild. He had cards. the he had the, uh, the Catholics. Did you still get the Catholic school champ come over. Catholic school, I think at that time were only in the large school. We had.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Isn't that right? You guys, yeah, yeah, something seriously. like they've that. They've always been. They've always been like that. My apologies. Yeah, it
1: was something like that. But we had like section seven and ten. Right. So yeah, yeah, it was wild. I wrestled the kid from eleven, section eleven, in the semis. And he was beating me the whole match. And then I think I was down like three to one with like 15 seconds to go. We go out of bounds and I'm down and I reversed him. No, I, I must have been three, three nothing. And I stood up, got my escape, took him down with like two seconds left on the clock, tied it up, <sighs> threw a high crotch, just ran him, boom, dragged my toes, tied it up. And this was in UB that year, so everybody's going nuts. Oh, I'm yeah. all jacked up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm it's like, really all right, here we, right we go. Now. This is really happening right Soon as now. the whistle blows in overtime, I hit the same exact shot. Run, 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 run. Drag my toes. to win it. Go into the state finals. And I'm like, no crap. That's, like, I actually did it. Finally. That's so cool. Yep. Then I went in there against Eric Decker. I actually wrestled Decker in freestyle a few times, and I had close matches with him growing up. So I was like... There could be a chance I knew Eric was going to states every year when it was won like from seventh grade on right he was a very tough kid very physical wrestler. I remember he was in seventh grade at the state tournament when it was one and he like got in a fist fight in the match like he was a seventh grader but he was at like 125 like
0: you can do a fist fight a
1: fist fight first round a seventh grader that's wrestling 125 like he was a
0: bruiser <laughs> he's, he's, he's real yeah okay. he's
1: a real deal you know <laughs> so i was like oh my goodness i got this kid but i thought you know there was a chance and i think i lost 7-3 i threw a splatle um that he got in and I like just missed the the leg following it up oh, and dang. like they replayed it like that's back when Empire Sports Network was on and stuff and they like replayed it like five times. They're like, oh he just missed it and you know. But yeah. It it was a good year. Um after that see I was planning on um going in the Marine Corps. I already did like, uh, pre-enlistment stuff. I was like, I'm going, you know, I never really broke through wrestling and I was like not planning on wrestling in college unless I did. And then, um, I was only 17. So I was like, I'm going to the Marines. I'm going to the Marines. And that happened. And then right after the States, I went to the, um, high school nationals, unseated, made it to the semis of the high school nationals. That's awesome. And I ended up uh, taking the semi slide back to sixth. So I ended up all American. I'm like, I gotta keep going. Right. You know, like I'm on fire, you know? And, um, uh, so then I, you know, didn't take, uh, I didn't really take any recruiting trips or nothing like that. Wasn't really getting recruited. And coach Canoodle is like, come wrestle for me, you know? And I'm like, all right, I'm there. He's very and, persuasive. Yeah, yeah. He just, <laughs> you know, stopped me outside the, the hall, and he's like, um, you know, you're gonna come here, basically. And I'm like, okay, I'm only gonna stay a year though because I want to move on, you yeah. know. And a year turns into two, and that was it.
0: Yeah. Um. It, it is not. It, it was nice having like a program like that. You oh, know, absolutely. So close. Yeah. It's one that's you know is. You know, esteemed as it is, Coach K, a phenomenal coach. He's always had really fantastic assistant coaches. Yeah, um, in the re- the wrestling room, he he has a good way of finding the best. You know, the best of the best. Yeah, uh, to to come there, so, which is which is pretty neat. Um, uh, so obviously, winning motivated you extra. We just kind of I mean, before that though, were you just kind of like uh, not just I just want to get through my senior year, but but long term plans were just kind of this is it for me. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I I felt like by that time I was
1: so defeated just by not like breaking through. I just really never made those plans. I don't know. I was just like, you know, this just didn't happen. Right. And I was like, so like defeated, um, by that time. And I just needed that little bit of push. I wish it kind of would have happened like in 10th (laughs) grade or ninth grade, you know, because I just wonder, you know, like what would have happened if I had that motivation, you know, but there's always, you know, your woulda, coulda, shoulda type thing. But, you know, we, we had a heck of a group that we came through with. A lot of people were trying to get out of Ryan's way, you know. And then when we finally did, look at what happened that senior year. You know, we all had that capability, which was amazing. Yeah. You know.
0: So, yeah. Awesome yep. career. What yeah. uh, what, what was, because you you said you did two years. Yeah. Um what were some of your accomplishments in at the collegiate level? Some of the- so I was a two-time conference champ over there. Okay, I lost
1: around a twelve both years at the national championship. I think out of the JUCO's wrestling in the JUCO only like division, I think I had five losses to JUCO kids. That was it. I was oh, no nationally kidding. ranked all the time. I won the trip tournament. Beating uh, eventually a four-time Division three national finalist, and I won the I won the uh, Outstanding Wrestler at that one. That was a huge, huge accomplishment for me. And it's funny because there was always that large school, small school debate and stuff. Oh, you're a small school kid. Well, that was my freshman year in college, and the that kid, his name was Shaheem Bradshaw. Shaheem was second in the large schools uh, to Trevor Chin. Okay, and he ended up being a four-time um, All-American for Brockport, and I beat him, like, 6-3 or something. Right. So I was like, all you right. You settled that one. Yeah, I settled that. <laughs> you know, like, I was gone, and Take I was that. like, no. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I won Jamestown once, I think. Um, another big one that I had in college, I uh, placed at the UB Open twice. I... um Actually, my second—so I went and I did end up eventually in the Army, and I I went and I did the reserve thing. So my second year, I actually um, left school after my first year, did the basic training for the reserves. Okay. Okay, so then I came back, and I was going to, you know, obviously continue to wrestle. So I was, like, basically taking, like, an unofficial, like, red shirt that year. I wrestled with Niagara for, like, three days, just practicing, like, unattached. And after I came back and I entered in the UB Open— and I went in the finals, and I lost to uh, Mickey Moran uh, in the finals, oh, yeah. who just beat like the number sixteen kid in the country in from Edinburgh, like that week, be- like that Wednesday, right? Yeah, and I, I lost remember, like remember five name. to yeah. three to him. So That's crazy, you know. I was in it. Then I went to Edinburgh, and I placed out in Edinburgh too. So I was like placing that very next year. I came back and I trained hard. I'm like, okay, like. I want to win this, you know, I want to win this Juco, you know, because I did, I lost, uh, my first year, the round to all American, I made it to the corners, uh, lost the round of all American by a point. Okay. And, uh, that this killed me. I was like, Oh my goodness. So yeah, came back that year after placing in two D ones and UB tournament, the UB open got moved up. I made it to the semis again. I'm beating a kid from Bloomsburg, like five to one, and I tore my esophagus in the match. How, go to the how? hospital. They said I was overstraining. So I had like double underhooks. I, I remember it. I was out of bounds. Had like double underhooks, go to like foot sweep them over. And I just remember like feeling something in my gut. And I was like, oh, coach, I don't feel good. Coach Kanudala comes out. He's like, get back out there. Like you're beating this. You're about to be in the finals again over here. Like, what are you doing? You know? And I'm like, no, something's wrong, you know? And I just kind of remember and i like kept wrestling and then like started like puking blood and stuff Gosh. so i went to the hospital and they like had to put a tube up my nose pump my stomach and yeah it was it was rough so i was out most of that season so i come back and they like didn't want me to like lose any weight at all so i bumped from 57 up to 74 cuz that's where i walk naturally yeah and i wrestled like one match at 74 get ranked like 7th in the country then i one niagara one jamestown won the region going to the nationals at like 20 and 2 get a returning all-american first round and i lost like 13 to 11 that kid oh, went on to man. the national finals that year took second and ended up wrestling at northern illinois i wrestled back to the all-american round again and lose again at 74 this time Damn. so after that i said well I don't know if I'm going to go and wrestle. I said, if I All-American that year, my grades were good. I was ready to go. I was actually looking at Bloomsburg, and um, I kind of figured I would go to one of those small D1s to see if I could break into the lineup because I I felt that I could um, if I was in the right place, and um, I get deployed to Iraq that June. Okay. So I went to Iraq for a year, came back. And I kind of thought about it, and I just wasn't in the right, like, frame of mind after that, and I said, that's it. That's, uh... So then I started coaching at Roy Hart, coached over
0: there for five years.
1: Okay. And then I turned to coaching, yeah.
0: What Uh, what? what made you want to coach? Was that always an ambition of yours, or it was it just like, okay, I want to be around the sport, but I, maybe I don't want to be active? Um, To coach? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I, I don't
1: really know, honestly. It's always one of those, it. yeah, those random things. There was a up. little bit of, of Ryan Needle too, because he was working in the like with Kevin Lawson, who was uh,
0: the the coach. Kevin, yep. yeah, he worked with my dad. So that's how we we knew each other. Yeah, yep. he was a coach over
1: there, and uh, Ryan worked for him. And then Ryan was like, "Oh, they're looking for a coach," and I was like, "I was kind of helping out with that trip and wrestling with the guys, yeah. you know, still over there." I'm like, oh, I'll go get paid, I guess. Right? <laughs> right. So I went there and I'm like, Oh, these guys are actually they got something going here over at Royhart those few years. They they had a nice little program and Cabin was great. Yep. And uh I actually started working for him too. So he gave me a job which was even better for a few years. <laughs> and then yeah, I mean, I think we ended up having like five kids go to states. I had a state champion, so who ended up wrestling at University of Virginia. Right. You know, that, you know, Kept me motivated,
0: I guess. No, it's cool. It is always. It's. I mean, you know that the success as a wrestler is always really neat, but it's really cool when you you know that you know you had a hand in somebody else's you know success. Yeah. You know I, that, that was one of my biggest thrills as a coach is that like I I got to coach lath like I I was with him senior year. He'd beat the crap out of me. I'd go to work. I'd come in, and he just. Yeah, Yeah. and I—I mean, I I was out of wrestling probably like six, seven years at that point, and uh, but you know, it was—it was neat that you know I felt like I was a part of his his journey to be a state champ, which you know I I I always had believed in him. He should have been you know the previous year, but uh, but it was you know that was a pretty cool feeling for myself, and um, and and, and yeah, Roy Hart had a ton of great names, and it's really cool that you got to be a part of that um you know that experience now do you in hindsight do you prefer the coaching aspect or the wrestling aspect
1: um i don't know i mean honestly like (laughs) when i was coaching those guys i was like i remember like leaving the tournament and we had some you know we had some studs and i'm like i am like exhausted (laughs) like just like mentally like i'm like in this match with these kids like you know, all day long, my emotions are up and down, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I just remember, like, being so tired all the time, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I do love it, though. I mean, I had, I don't know if I'll ever get that experience like that. Hopefully with these little guys, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be so much different. Man, but
0: youth wrestling tournaments are chaos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if it will ever live up to, you know, doing the high school or whatever, especially yeah. with having a group like the group that I had. But I mean, just the relationships, you know, like Drew Hall, um, that was, that was like my boy, you know, um, he was my state champ and stuff. And I mean, Drew cornered me in my last fight, you know, like I drew was when I was fighting MMA, Drew was coming in and doing my wrestling workouts after he got back from Virginia. No kidding. He let me coach him in college or like basically asked me like, Come coach me. I coached him at Edinburgh and Clarion. And like I used to, I went down the first time Drew got the start at um, Virginia. He had, uh, they're wrestling NC state Okay, and he gets a start and he calls me, I'm starting, I'm starting. And I'm like, what? and I always said, as soon as you get that start, (laughs) you let me know. Well, I think I left at 11 o'clock at night with his dad and we drove through the night down in North Carolina to NC state. And we knew he had the number three kid in the country at the time. Yeah. And we're like, I'm like, I'm not missing it. Let's go. You know, that's so phenomenal. we drove all the way down there, watched Drew wrestle for about a minute and a half until it was over. And, you know, it was just it was so awesome, you know, and it,
0: it was it was really cool. That was like definitely a, a good moment for sure. That's that's really cool. That, that's a cool bond, man. It, it, it really you can't beat that. Um So you did do MMA though. You did mention that you did MMA for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: started fighting MMA when I was like in on trip with Josh Lang, uh, who ended up being a pro fighter, you know, Josh Wheatfield guy. Yep. And uh, uh, he was on my team. So we always were, you know, loving the MMA stuff. It was huge, like Tito Ortiz days and stuff. And I was always like, I think I could do that, (laughs) you know, type of thing. So we started training like way back and then I trained for a while and then was doing the army stuff. So I did a lot of like hand to hand combat stuff in the army. Okay. Then I came back and, uh, yeah, after I got done, um, coaching at Roy Hart, I got into, I, I became a corrections officer. So I had to leave coaching, became a hand to hand combat instructor there. And, um, Then I started doing jiu-jitsu and stuff, and that led back into, like, hey, maybe I'll fight. Yeah. And then one thing led to the next. I go undefeated as an amateur, win a title, uh, take a pro fight, fight for King of the Cage, and, yeah, then I I stopped at it, uh, like two years ago okay two and a half years ago now still, i'm done
0: still a crazy like it, it, that's a crazy whole another world <laughs> yeah yeah you know so that's i a still whole yeah, world. i'm
1: still very active in um brazilian jiu-jitsu i'm done competing okay but i'm a brown belt in ju- uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu at niagara falls bjj and uh like my daughter does jiu-jitsu so now i do that like i teach two days a week usually doing that during the day and then I coach my wrestling, you know, at night. Busy man. I am busy. Yeah, that's for sure. That's cool,
0: though. Hey, it's it's good to be busy. It is good to be busy, especially it's 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 again everything comes full circle. It's really neat that you are still involved in the sport, you know. It it needs more people like you. It needs more people like you who share that love, you know, to just kind of give it back and, and and just just create those like those life experiences like you had for for you know for new kids, new generations. So, man, what a life!
1: Yeah, it's been a journey, you know, like even just talking through it, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, (laughs) thinking about back to that, you know, it's, you know, it's almost been 30 years now. And that's crazy to think that. And just like, you know, like even just the other day now that I'm back, like, you know, with like the youth stuff, I was like talking to Mike Sanders, like not that long ago, you know, asking for advice on a couple of things. And I talked to the guys from Newfane still getting advice. And I talked to... You know, guys that I work with, like I work with Chris Fairbank, who placed in the state. He was a JCC coach for a while, and right. his kid's out at Chautauqua Lake. And I'm like asking advice from them. You know, I'm like, it's just those, you know, you have that wrestler, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just always that bond with people that always. were real wrestlers. It, it, you know what I mean? It Not, never goes away. Yeah, definitely. It, it
0: never goes away. Well, Jimmy, I want to thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. Absolutely. Did you have a good
1: time? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm glad. That's 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 the number one thing I want I like when these interviews is to make sure everybody's having a good time and it was cool um, like I said before I, I've, I I'm a big history buff when it comes to section section six wrestling. I've always seen your name pop up. I have a friend whose last name is Stope, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they're related somehow," Um, but probably not. But uh, you know, it was always neat to kind of see your name pop up, and you know, going through arm drag and everything, and uh, to finally meet you, it's uh, it's really cool. It's been an honor. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Do not forget, everybody. You can support Lewiston Porter's wrestling youth wrestling program. Find them on Facebook if you want to give them a sponsor. Um, I'm sure they, they definitely will appreciate it. I think after the holidays, I'll be making a donation as well um, to help out those kids. Uh, so that's—I it, think it's a really cool thing what you're doing. So support them. You know, Bashar, Jeremy. Um, this is—it's a—it's a really cool venture. So, um, what? Else, you got anything? You know, you excited for the holidays? You ready for Christmas time? And- yeah, 15 days off of work now. So you can't yeah. beat that. Yeah, it's great. You can't beat that, man. I. I'm going to Indianapolis. I'm leaving Friday, and I I cannot wait. I, I I it's been a long time since I've had a vacation. I'm just I'm I'm ready. This is my Christmas gift, so I, I'm more than ready for it. So, um, yeah, definitely in the holiday spirit. To our listeners, of course, we will have more results. Uh, more of our result based episodes, we'll have that for you. Uh, again, I get back Monday night, so maybe a little bit later in the week, but I will get them to you. I appreciate your support as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Section 6 WrestleCast.